You big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. Well, welcome to another episode of Dummies on the Dirt Clod. I'm going to highlight some of the stupid stunts of those stupid people here on this dirt clod out in space. I'm Eric Lane. Of course, and let me remind you also before we even get started that you're going to probably want more after you hear this podcast. So I've got my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World, where I've got lots more tales of stupidity. I publish it twice a week, the midweek bonus episode, obviously on Wednesdays. Features the weekly Insane Week Insane Week in Review, uh, the Genius Awards also highlights the dumbest stunts of the week, and of course the regular weekend episodes published on Saturday has more stupidity featuring my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero, which you'll be hearing a little bit from in the next segment. So search out Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World on your favorite podcast player and subscribe. And by the way, you can also catch the most recent episode on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. So, but uh, for now, uh, here's some of the dummies on this dirt clot. I love this, where, well, not many people would probably think they could find inspiration for their beauty routine in instant ramen. But I guess those people just don't dream big enough. The ramen brand Cup Noodles has partnered with an L.A. beauty label called Hip Dot. They're creating a limited edition makeup collection. Yeah, it just launched on hipdot.com. It was inspired by the warm tones of ramen noodle soup. Not to mention the warm feeling you get when you eat it. There's a lip and cheek set for just 22 bucks and a pigment palette for just 26 bucks and a collector's box for 58 bucks. Now the box also comes with a powder puff and a makeup bag. And cup noodles chopsticks. And uh, by the way, none of that stuff is sold separately. The names of the pigment shades include ramen noodle, diced carrots, hot and spicy, teriyaki, roasted corn, seasoning, soy sauce, and spicy chili. So the site is offering free shipping, but you got to buy 75 bucks worth of product so that you will have to get at least, what, two things? Of course... They also have the non-cup noodle stuff. The pigment palette is also available at Ulta.com. So I guess you can look as cheap as your favorite college snack, right? But still, the best way to turn your face the colors of cup noodles, I guess, is to probably just eat one. (laughs) Well, I know that a lot of places observe the take your child to work day. I've done that with my kids Taking to the radio station with me sometimes, that's a great thing to do, unless, of course, maybe you're a criminal. A 30-year-old woman in Lincoln, Nebraska, she's facing charges after she vandalized a business and brought her two young kids along to help. Her name is Emily Anderson. Now, I don't know what her beef really is, but she got into a brick-and-tile store through an unlocked door and ended up trashing the place. She knocked over shelves and flipped equipment and tossed toolboxes around and ripped open bags. One of her kids was inside with her. The other one stayed in the car. Maybe if they were the lookout or something. But at one point, she found some spray paint and then wrote her own last name on the outside of the building, along with the word mine. I don't know about that. It made it pretty easy, though, for the police to figure out who did it, but she wasn't done yet. 
She drove to yet another building on the same property, went inside with her kid again, and then had them help. They threw chairs and rocks and trash and other stuff. So when the cops got there, they actually found both kids outside and Emily standing in the doorway with no shoes on. (laughs) She's now facing charges of criminal mischief, child abuse, theft, and because she also broke someone's car nearby. Yeah. Well, I guess some people really want to be treated like babies. And here's a good example. A new mom recently shared this story on Reddit. It's on a forum, and she's wanting to know, am I basically a blank hole? Because she has, well, she's explaining that her husband has been getting home as late as 2 o'clock in the morning from work, but then expects her to make dinner for him. You see a problem here? She writes in part, now I'm a new mother. I'm constantly exhausted. I only get a few hours of sleep. Normally, when he's out so late, I have my dinner and not put anything aside for him because he obviously eats at work, like he said. But then she goes on to say that she was awakened one night by a very angry husband at a quarter to three in the morning, telling her that he's hungry and he wants to eat. She writes, I tell him that I didn't have dinner put aside for him, thinking he'd already eaten at work. Well, then he loses it on me and asks, are you blankety blank crazy? Ate at work? And then he demanded that she make him dinner in the middle of the night. Well, obviously, commenters to the forum assured her she was not a blank blank. And many offered some pretty strong words for what her next steps should be. One person actually wrote back and said, Red flags everywhere. Get out of this marriage. First, why is he not coming home until 2 a.m.? That's probably the bigger question right there. And I'm not sure how you would say who's the bigger dummy. I think I have an easy answer, though, if you think about it. Now, I've got my dummy, uh, my insane Florida nephew, coming up with more stupidity and dumb stunts from Florida. Now your floors are in, the birthdays are done, and you celebrated by going to a wedding. Yes. Oh, yeah. I That, that was the last, you know, and I realized this. I didn't realize this until a week ago. I've got one more wedding to attend uh, oh, this really? Sunday. But I will say this one is one I could just show up to. And oh. uh, and I don't have to get creative with the gift like well, I did with the other one. You don't have to write a speech for this one, do you? I, I don't have to write a speech either. I, so I took last week off of work. That's probably why I'm, if I sounded more um, free, it's because I had Wednesday through Friday off. The wedding was yeah. on Friday. And yeah. I said I got up at 7 like I normally do for work. And I went down to my office and, and sat down. And I just told myself, okay, you know, I've got the day off work. But I'm going to sit here at my office until I get this speech written. That's the only thing I need to do today. I'm going <laughs> to clock in and... The sooner I get it done, the sooner I could clock out. And, and it, it took a few hours, actually, just of getting my thoughts out, um, yeah. going down a couple of rabbit trails that were just I realized were not going to pay off. It was going to take too much time. Right. Um, I had a couple TikTok and Reddit uh, horrible toxic relationship advice that I wanted to get into that I thought would be funny. And yeah. I realized uh, that needs to be cut for time. Like, <laughs> quickly I realized that and scrapped it and then actually got productive and um, and, and then it went well. I think it went pretty well, at least. Um, God, everyone laughed a lot of times throughout. So I think that's yeah. the goal. And, and right. 
I think the, the the maid of honor spent a lot of time talking about herself in relation <laughs> to the bride. And so I think I did good at talking mostly about just the, the bride and groom, which was also that's, solid. That, that, that's good. And, and so the, the, the wedding went off without a hitch. Mm. They're now newlyweds and everybody was happy. And well, they went home. the wedding went off with a hitch, but the oh. hitch was... The two of them getting yeah. hitched. This is true. They they did got yeah. they got hitched. They, okay, there were no external like externality hitches that happened here. <laughs> good. So and and uh, no no uh, no extra hitches, but and, and nobody got high. Nobody, not, not that I know of. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> not that I know. Of. The <laughs> you know the funny thing here, the the bride and groom that I uh, got to be best man for this last Friday. They actually sent this article to me just Did three they? days prior to the wedding. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and they said, you know, hey, just be surprised that our catering can't be as bad as these two. Um, <laughs> and, so, and I actually had to give it a read. And it did not surprise me at all when I saw this show up and, and you sending it to me. I thought, man, you know what? Um, and so and, and the funny thing was that this happened on – well, uh, <laughs> They they sent it to me on uh, Wednesday of last week, which if anyone knows the date, it was April twentieth. Yeah, and so that that is the it's going to play a role in this story, I guess we'll say. Uh, okay. There's a bride that secretly drugged the guests at her wedding, and then she did so with the help of her caterer, okay. and was surprised that it actually ended up going south. You know, uh, <laughs> she thought, oh well, you know, what better way to celebrate than. Uh, having everybody together, um, getting high. So yeah. a 42-year-old woman named Dania Svoboda got married, and the reception featured a dinner that was laced with marijuana. Nice. And apparently it was added to the olive oil, which was served alongside the pasta. <laughs> the caterer it was 31-year-old Jocelyn Bryant, the owner of a place called Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen. And she was in on it. So, hey, I don't know if this makes the caterer good or bad, right? Like, are they good that, like, hey, look, Jocelyn Southern Kitchen is going to give you exactly what you want at your wedding. Yeah. No questions asked. Like, I will make your wedding dreams come true. Or is it bad (laughs) that she lacked even the basic common sense not to secretly drug an entire wedding venue? Um, (laughs) So both Danny and Jocelyn, they thought it was funny. And that the guests would, well, they should be excited. Like, it was a gift, you know? Um, I, I guess uh, maybe, maybe that depends on how uh, the, the quality of the devil's lettuce. We'll yeah. see. But the guests, yeah. they, they did say that they were not um, <laughs> informed that the food had been spiked. And it, w- it wasn't long before they started feeling high, sick, confused, and paranoid. Uh, that being said, I think that those are some regular symptoms that happen uh, in, in a wedding anyway, especially when the pastor decides to take an extra long, you know, sermon in the ceremony. A 69-year-old woman told cops that she had no control over her mind and body and that her mind was playing strange things in her head. (laughs) And the best man was so stoned that he couldn't even talk. And so, you know, I'm I'm just glad I didn't eat the pasta at the wedding, for me, I I will say. Um, And the the groom reportedly had no idea that this was happening. Oh, my God. so, So imagine getting married and finding out immediately that it's for worse. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> so it's hard to see this marriage working out if yeah. you ask me 
<laughs> several guests were hospitalized, but everyone made a full recovery. Both Daniel oh. and Jocelyn are facing felony charges, which should of be uh, no surprise. Oh, yeah. I will say that it's nice to hear wedding guests complain about something besides dried chicken. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I've seen, I've been to many weddings where I wished someone would drug me. Yeah, um, right, thankfully, right. the one I was at last Friday was not the case. Yeah. I, I had the perfect amount of open bar uh-huh. and sober to to give the speech, I think, just right. Um, now, I would say people usually enjoy a nice salad before the wedding dinner entree. At least uh, I did. But mm-hmm. these green leaves didn't settle very well. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, weddings are so expensive these days. I guess... I guess the reason is is due to the marijuana. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> well, I guess you could call our why well, maybe maybe if it was not cheap marijuana, you'd call it a pretty skunky wedding. Oh well, true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So yeah, uh, well, I guess if it, you might say that the, not only was the the, the the bill high, but the guests were too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will well, say I I did get some um, some secondhand pot smoke coming from the the park that all the groomsmen hung out at ah. just prior to showing up at the church because right. there was a small small church so we didn't really want to have um, any accidental runnings in with the bride right and right. so while we were waiting out there for 10 15 minutes there was a there was a waft it smelled like it smelled like wedding i guess you could <laughs> say yeah. This this wedding reception sounded like it was thrown by Cheech and Chong, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be great uh, if they got, like, the ability to officiate a wedding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I don't know if this is considered a performance-enhancing drug or not, but it's definitely banned. <laughs> a jockey in New Zealand is in trouble after she and her racehorse both tested positive for meth. <laughs> so I uh, well, you know, <laughs> let's get into it. Her name is Rochelle Lockett, and she's fifty years old. A horse that she helped train, named B Flexi, uh, won a race earlier in the year, but then tested positive for the drug. So uh-huh. Rochelle had to give her hair and urine samples, and she tested positive too. Wow. It's not clear how the horse got meth in its system, but Rochelle eventually admitted she'd done some. First, she claimed she only did it once a while back because it was her birthday. <laughs> apparently, apparently, you you get a a birthday clause on the meth uh, do, but dealing here. It was my birthday. Yeah. Um, I, I guess you got a birthday bake instead of a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> but but then her test results showed that she'd been doing a lot more meth than that. So uh, she eventually admits that she'd done it two days before the race. And New Zealand's Racing Integrity Board just banned Rochelle for three years. She could be reinstated, though, if she tests negative for 18 months, though. Mm. The horse also got banned, which seems a little unfair. And unless, uh, well, maybe it was the horse's choice. I don't know. True. Uh, th- this isn't the first time, though, that a racehorse has been messed up, if you, if you believe that. The <laughs> one, one named I'm Not Ticklish tested positive for meth back in 2014. And wow. at least two other horses in New Zealand failed meth tests last year. I guess the dead giveaway should have been when the the horse named I'm not high, I swear, uh, showed up to race. It's crazy. I mean, who would be giving a horse meth? And then where is PETA to protest something like this? 
I know. I mean, well, I think that this is more like she's just trying to treat her animals the way she treats herself. So I well, think that yeah, this might probably. be you know, a good thing. I, I would say that sharing your meth with a horse might be better than sharing other personal aspects of, uh, with, with your uh, horse. You know? Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Although I really don't see a Netflix series about Breaking Bad involving horses anytime soon. You know. Oh my gosh! You know, breaking stag. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, right. uh, <laughs> I will say, I've got these uh, ass poncho questions. Um, okay, well, I've got one here, and this one, <laughs> I, I've got. Uh, this reminds me of someone I know. Um, my favorite foods make me very gassy. Why is the universe so cruel? I <laughs> I still eat them, only never on dates. I'm uh, single, and I wonder when I have a girlfriend, do I keep up the charade of not eating what brings me the most joy around her to not be polite? Or do I re- embrace it like Shrek, the ogre? Well, are you trying to say that your farts have layers of smell? Uh, that's what I would think. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, embrace it. They're going to find out anyway sooner or later. Maybe not too early on there. Or, yeah. and here's the real real kicker i think here and this is more so reason to the person i think find a nice puerto rican girl i'm not saying that all puerto rican girls are going to be like that but there's one i know who has the the most stereotypical puerto rican diet uh, i mean just God. salt pork rice beans i mean yeah. uh, and the only vegetables that, that this person will eat is like broccoli or something yeah. which is kind of like gassy yep. anyway and, yep. and so uh it's I, I, I think there, there are, you just need to find a gassy gal. That's all. Yeah, a gassy gal. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that, just, look, I, I would definitely advise this, this person, though, not to do what one person did in a previous podcast episode where they tried to hold their farts in and ended up having embedded gas in their intestines. You, you drive a really good point there. <laughs> I mean, look, there's no winning in, uh, with the bad gas, but there yeah, is yeah. one that does not put you in the hospital. Yeah, well, you you've got to come to the point where you can be fart fart friendly with your with your significant other, you know. Yeah. So. And, or or you could do what what I did with Mrs. Poncho, and she um, she threw up in my car um, with with food poisoning, like within two weeks of us dating. And yeah. so at that point, it was free game for me with anything. It, nothing right. was going to be throwing up like on the on the. You know, right. third or fourth right. date. So you you um, can easily get away with one cheek sneak with no problem. Oh yeah, no, definitely. So if you can make it long enough for them to get food poisoning, then your farts are going to be free and clear from that point going forward. <laughs> it's always good to get a little advice from my insane Florida nephew. I guess well. Here's a story, and I'm not really sure in this story if this guy is trying to hide from the cops or haunt the motel that he got kicked out of. Police in Belfast, Maine, gets a call about a drunk guy at a motel called the Admiral Ocean Inn. Now, Belfast, Maine's about eh, halfway up the coast, just south of Bangor. The guy's name is Philip Delude. They kicked him out and said they'd arrest him if he came back, but he didn't listen. Uh, So a cop swings by again by around 1240 in the morning to make sure that the dude wasn't there. So this guy tries to hide from the cops by draping a bed sheet over himself. So they found him sitting outside on a chair, fully covered by a white sheet. 
the cops had to post a photo on Facebook. This guy basically looks like a ghost who's just sort of lounging on the front porch. They pulled the sheet off and promptly arrested him. Now he's facing charges of trespassing and violating a condition of release. <laughs> Seeing a drunk guy hiding under a blanket probably isn't something you really see too often at a hotel. I mean, that's more like Motel 6 behavior, don't you think? Hiding under a blanket? Definitely an unexpected move for sure. Mainly because drunks like this guy usually run pretty hot. Oh, well, in any case. I also was out looking at some great tweets. I like to be on Twitter once in a while, once in a while and probably going to enjoy it a little more now that Elon Musk is buying it. But here's one of the best tweets I come across from a Twitter user named Captain What's-His-Name. He tweets out this, and I think it's pretty timely. He says, sometimes I think, what kind of cheese would be good in a cottage? And immediately, I know the answer. Well, if you're craving for more, I'm sure you want to check out my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. And remember, I've got a lot more tales of stupidity, and it comes out twice a week. Got a midweek bonus episode that comes out on Wednesdays. It features the weekly Insane Week in Review. Then there's the Genius Awards that highlights the dumbest stunts of the week. And on the weekend episode, more from my Insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerro. So search it out. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You'll also find the latest episode on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. Um, so check that out. And you can also subscribe and listen to it as well. So be sure and, you know, give me some love, okay? In the meantime, though, you can also get some real-time updates to my Stupid World podcast. If you want to download the Telegram Messenger app, then you can join the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World channel on the Telegram Messenger app. You can comment on what you've heard or read some of the stupid stories that base some of my, well, tales of stupidity from. Uh, and uh, share some with your friends. You can check out a preview of the channel and download uh, the Telegram Messenger for your app at uh, t.me slash insane Eric Lane. That's t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, please rate and review it. Give it a five-star rating, if you don't mind. It might convince folks that this stuff is actually entertaining. You big dummy!